We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this uh, morning. We'll talk a little realignment or the lack of realignment. We uh, hit some baseball today and uh, whatever else comes up over the course of the uh, the show. The uh, Open Championship begins Thursday at St. Andrews. All you guys are fighting with one another. Everybody's everybody's angry. Everybody's everybody's. Got I mean, Tiger jumping in the fray today. So it's uh, yeah, I saw that. It's, it's, Do I sound different to you? Well, I don't have headphones on, okay. so what's I wrong? Sound, I, don't, I sound. Well, different. I, I turned the gain up yesterday. Remember? Yeah, I sound different to me. Like I feel like I sound like Barry White or something. Oh, you think you're like deeper? Yeah, which is fine. I mean, whatever. You do have like a little bit of a. I know. I feel like I'm. Can can, can I get a couple bars of some songs or something yeah, while we're doing? You have to give me the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know the lyrics. Yeah, Hardman says we sound muffled and like I have a cold. Really? Yeah. That's a little better right there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it feels like I sound like I have a cold and I don't have a cold. You don't have a cold? I do not have a cold. I feel, I actually feel really good. I feel a little funny today. Do you? Yeah. Well, what I was doing was I was trying to fix the fact that the Shopify ad is so loud. So that was the goal with the uh, the turning the gain up, and I think we did cure that and fix that a little bit. And then um, we discovered yesterday that there was a button that took a little hum out of the soundboard that has been here for years, um, and it was literally just turning a knob like I don't know half an inch. So there was that yesterday. But yeah, they they're saying that I sound <clears throat> I sound muffled. Okay, which. I do sound muffled listening to it. I'll play with it while we're uh, while we're doing a few things. Okay. First, I will tell you about the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Download the Exxon Mobile app. You can uh, do that. You get 1,000 points. 1,000 points, 10 bucks, including right there at the tank you were filling up at the uh, at the time. A little help there, $10 off. Also, uh, lunch specials, five sixty nine, two sides bread, 32-ounce drinks, and, uh, and more. So stop in if you're coming to town this weekend. 
headed out there, Oxford Exxon, and all Blue Sky locations up and down I-55 and throughout North Mississippi as well. And again, competition from Clark Ford Studio. Uh, we are Clark Ford Studio. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest uh, completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Um be a great place to grab a burger, po'boy, appetizer, full bar, uh, great beer selection and more, all of that at Rafters on the Square. And then don't forget about Rafters in New Albany and uh, Rafters on the Water as well, starting on Wednesday through the weekend. Great place to grab a frozen margarita, a beer, burger, while you enjoy a day on the lake, Rafters on the Water. It's better, right? It's better, yeah. Think so? Yeah, I don't sound as muffled at this point. Just, you know, honestly, I I think in my earphones, I'm so used to hearing that buzz that the buzz not being there anymore is, is almost disconcerting. It's kind of bothering you a little well, bit? It's not bothering me. It's just I'm, it's, I'm having to adjust to it not being there. And I'd like to kill that fly on that. Right there. You see the fly on the... Where's the fly? It's right there. Is it bothering you? No, I just... I'm pretty good with killing them with the floss water. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, we're all over the place today. Um, it's why Hugh Freeze is never getting another job. In the thread, they're talking about the the, freeze. the DM to the former Liberty class president who has had some legal stuff with Liberty over time. And he got in her DMs at like midnight defending Ian McCraw. Um, it's, it's that right there is why. People go down the road with... with Freeze because he's a he's a very good football coach. He's very good with recruiting. He's he's very good with um, team building. He's excellent at the beginning of program building. But this is what he can't stop doing. He can't, and I'm not criticizing. But this is what you ha- you can't do if you're the SEC head fo- football coach. If you're the coach at Auburn, for example. You simply cannot get on Twitter at 1 o'clock in the morning. There it goes. There it goes. You can't get on Twitter at 1 o'clock in the morning. You're fixing it as we speak. Um, and get in somebody's DMs like that. You know they're going to publish it. He'd been, in her, he'd been in her DMs before. It just wasn't smart. But he can't, he can't stop... I guess searching for his own name and then going about that kind of thing. He wants he wants everyone to like him. And there's no part of him that goes, okay, this is a young person, female, who's had some legal issues with, this is just something I need to stay out of, at least publicly. And if you're an AD looking at a football coach, when this comes up, you go, this is why I'm just going to go with the, I'm going to go with the safer bet. It's, it has gotten frankly to the point of just being sad. Yeah. It's sad at this point. It is. Because he's a guy that 
10 years ago, that was not the... That wasn't him in 2012. He was a pretty normal, not obsessed with all these things and along the different lines as everything played out and in in his own celebrity and the way he tried to befriend the Christian stars and country stars and NASCAR drivers and became inundated with that world to get away from, and all, and, and all due respect, like he, kind of his platform and core principles that he was trying to build upon yeah. in 2012 and 2013, which I think were legitimate at that point. I do too. And it I don't completely... Think people, I don't think people understand. You've said it many times, and you're exactly right. I don't think people understand how good of a coaching job 2012 was. Yeah. So... He was that he was actually in the right track mentally and everything else in 2012 and 2013. Then it went off the, the rails. And what's happened is symptoms of that still today that he can't let social media go. He is still consumed with people seeing him in those ways and not able to just, he has not been able to psychologically move past it to the point that he can just be that guy from 10 years ago. And I think he has a hard time surrounding himself with people who tell him the truth, which is if I were talking to him, I would say simply, look, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has skeletons. Everyone does things that they don't want the public to know about. But the public knows about yours. You can never go back and be that guy again publicly. You can be that guy privately. You can be that guy with your football team. You can be that guy with your family. You can be that guy with your friends. But you can't publicly ever go back and be Reverend Freeze. You got caught. It's in your background. The only way now that you can ever get back to the SEC level is just winning football games. That's it. And being no scandal. Just go win football games. And he, he can't he, – he refuses to do that because I think he, he wants he wants to run it back and have 2012, 2013 Hugh Freeze again. And that guy's never going to – that guy doesn't get to happen again because of what happened in 2016. He had the NCAA thing, and then more importantly from an image-killing deal, it came out that he was the massage stuff and all of that. And so you don't, you don't get to go back and be – but if he would move on, he people could, have short attention spans. I mean, look at Tiger. I mean, I, I got crazy comparison, but you know what I mean. Like, sure. They would allow him to just be a football coach. He would have that ability. If yes. He would stop. That's my point. He would just be a football coach. You're making and, my, exactly. yeah, and you wouldn't be talking about 2016 much anymore. No, we just, about, yeah, you we'd know. move on. You'd be doing the thing of, hey, he's really kind of what he was before. Can he get that next job? Can he do this? Can he get out of Liberty? Can he get to NC State or Look wherever? At nobody does the link. Nobody does Joey Freshwater anymore. And when people do, people roll their eyes at it, like, oh, come on, he's not that guy anymore. Stop. It's completely over. Nobody does that anymore. But Hugh can't stop. Hugh can't, and because because here's the difference. Lane, Lane knows that he's got some reputation stuff. Sure. And he almost just steers into it, like have a little fun with it. Hugh doesn't ever just go, hey, look, I made a mistake. It was, it was stupid. It was, it was idiotic. I, I paid for it dearly. I mean, he walked away from $18 million in an SEC job. He paid. You know, he was hammered. God knows what his family went through. Yeah. I mean, you've paid for it. Just stop. You're a good football coach. Be a football coach. That's what you're good at. But he wants more than that. 
Yeah, Kyle says, does he want to be a social media influencer? No, it's not that. He he wants to, (coughs) as it said here, it's so stupid. He wants to change people's minds on the internet, which is impossible. And he just can't. Yeah. He has this self, I don't know if it's self-esteem, self-clarity. He can't let it go. He can't get past that emotionally and mentally himself to be able to move on and do what he needs to do to just be a coach. And he's in. He wants everyone to love him. And Liberty is a weird place for him because in a lot of ways it's perfect. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways it's horrible because it is a school with so much freaking baggage in every way with McCraw and Falwell and all the stuff around that university that he's constantly sort of brought into that. His thing is just another thing in a web of stuff at Liberty. So he has an inability in some ways to be completely normal because of the other high-paid administrative people at Liberty. I've said this before, so I want to get your thoughts on it. We we had no idea we were going Hugh Freeze out, out of the gate. I think he's a hell of a football coach, first mm-hmm. of all. Like, like Jeffrey and I disagree on this. I think I, I watched him. I saw him win. But if I'm an AD, at, you mentioned NC State, so let's go there. Yeah, sure. Just for help, for yeah, kicks and giggles. Why, whatever. That's fine. But, but that's a good example. If I'm the AD at NC State, if I get serious down the road with you, Freeze, there's a stipulation in the contract. No social media. I control. We control your Twitter. Yeah. You don't tweet. You never tweet. We'll do the thing when, like, hey, the the Wolfpack win a baseball regional. Hey, congrats to Coach Elliot Avon. El- yeah, yeah, congrats. When the basketball team wins a, a, a NCAA tournament game, hey, congrats to Coach What's-His-Name and the Wolfpack. Great win over Creighton. Keep it going. On to the Final Four. When the women's golf team wins the national championship, hey, so happy for Coach whatever. Way to go, Lady Pack. That's it. That's it. It's it's corporate. When you get a commit, you can go boom. Boom. You can do the fish thing or the boom thing. Whatever. 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 Yahtzee. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, really want to thank these seniors for the contributions, blah, blah, blah. That Those tweets. Hey, come out. Make sure you come out and see the – we're walking through the hexagon or whatever they do at NC State. We're going to walk through at 1230. Love to have you there. That's it. And if that's not if, – if he balks at that – and here's my question to you, and I think he would. If he balks at that, I'm like, okay, we're moving to the next guy. I agree with you, but why? What is the reason for the balking? Is it why he just he can't stop? He, he has to have it. Just can't get has, off of it. He has to have it. That's admitting that, hey, I'm just a football coach. He doesn't want to be just a football coach. He never wanted to be just a football coach. He wanted to be so much more than that, and it got him in But the... you don't need freaking Twitter to do what he actually wanted to do when he first was, like, setting apart a mission statement. I know. That's not Twitter. That's not DMs with students at 11.48 at night. I know. Or anything along those lines. I know. Because, yeah, no, he was a shell of himself. That 2016 season was horrid. They were bad because they had more talent than they – they should have been better than they and, were. And he was – he was there was he was bad at the end. It was bad. He would have been horrible in 17 had he had to hang around and coach that team instead of Matt finding a way to actually kind of keep them together a little bit. Yeah, I year. argue with people about this because yeah. they – and it's – because it's impossible to know, right? Because it didn't happen. That was Matt Luke's best coaching job. It was. 
that team had no business going six and six. And had Hugh been their coach, and I can never prove this because it didn't happen, and I can't do the time machine and go back and do it. I am convinced that team goes four and eight with Hugh Freeze in 2017. I guess that's the point: is that the things that made Hugh so good in 12 and even in the 13. He was a shell of that in 16 and would have been even more so in 17. He was no longer that guy. He was a very fragile, cracked shell. Yeah, he was no longer doing those type of things. That was not the same coach. That was that was an entirely different human being at that point. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, you know, and life says it here. He goes, y'all realize what we're really talking about is addiction. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Sure. Sure. The obsession of needing those type of things. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten a DM from Longo in a while. I think he's finally quit. You off the list? I think so. Yeah, I think I'm finally finally done. You okay? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> Go Tar Heels. <laughs> um. <sighs> oh shoot. But you know what's funny about Hugh Freeze? I get this from people that like you. You you can't stand him, and I'm like, no, that's the exact opposite of that. I really like Hugh. Just kind of hanging out, I do. I like the man. Like he was—he was always very nice to me. We had a, look. If you cover someone as a beat writer and you never have a problem, you're a lazy beat writer. You have to understand that. If you never have an issue with someone that you cover on a beat, never have a little bit of a exchange ever, you're probably a homer. There are probably some exceptions, but there aren't many. Yeah, sure. But he never, until the NCAA thing, but that was 16. And by then, he was. A different deal. He was dealing with. Stuff. Stuff. Snakes in his head. I mean, there was stuff going on. That was the only time that he did the whole grudgy thing. And it was bad. And it did a lot of damage. And it was ugly. But I look back on it and go, that guy wasn't. He wasn't thinking clearly by the summer of. 2016. It's I hate it for him that he has not been able to just get to liberty and be really happy with where he is and just chill out and it be okay. Making a lot of money. Well, and he, he, he salvaged his family situation. It appears like yeah. everything's just kind of okay. Yeah. Like he because he was, you know, in 17 when he was still here, living in Oxford. He was, he was tormented. He was fragile. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah. Angry, bitter in a lot of ways. He didn't think he should have been fired. He thought they could have held on to him. He was wrong, but that's what he thought. Yeah. I mean, I, I've told the story. I mean, I hung out with him, or he was in the same place I was the day after the Cal game when they lost out there, and he's taking and literally writing plays on a thing, on a golf scorecard to show me where they screwed up and didn't win the Cal game the next day. And it's like, Hugh, stop. Like, yeah, let it They go. were a distracted team in large part because yeah. of what you did. Yeah. That was your loss in so yeah. many ways. Matt Luke was in Covington until Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, was that that week? Yes. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, remember because I, I left Covington, flew to Chicago, went to a Cubs game, and then flew to San Francisco to cover Cal. That team was – that coaching staff, the whole thing, there was – in hindsight, that was the surest bet in the world, Cal minus the whatever it was. Out there. Yeah. 
was like 17 to 6 or 24 to 6 or 21. I don't know. Something like I that. can't remember. 21 to 9 or something. I don't. You just. They couldn't do anything offensively. They they were really bad offensively, though, that, that game. That game just had a weird feel to it. That whole season had a weird feel to it. Hugh, if Hugh had been the coach in seventeen, they would have yeah they would have gone four and eight. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean we'll never prove it. I think they don't beat Kentucky, right? And they don't beat somebody else. I don't remember what their schedule yeah, was. They well they don't beat State at the end. Oh well, yeah, that's I forgot about that because they would have quit, and that team didn't quit. They played all the way to the end, even though they lost a couple of like heartbreaking games. They just kept playing. Think about one game changing a life. Matt Luke made fifteen, twelve million dollars off beating State that night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the NC State job didn't come open because of that. It did not because it was going to. <laughs> Whoever their AD is, he'd have had some work to do that next that next week. Dave Doran was getting the Ole Miss job. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, glad he did not. It been boring. <sighs> it would have been boring. Come on. Okay, I'm playing devil's advocate a little, and I'm doing a show with Tyler later today, right. so I don't want to upset Tyler. But right, think about it for a minute. Right. Minute Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot to be offered at uh, Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse, competing at nationally recognized competitions. To learn more, get in touch with uh, Susan or Bowers Cone on Facebook or, or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Um, we're also brought to you by Corinth Dental. Uh, every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to in- restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, Healthier smile, 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. We're also brought to you by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or TheRogue.com. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, all the brands there. Again, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. Yesterday, we were talking about service specialists. We were talking about if you're looking for a job. But if your company is looking to fi- to hire, not fire, hire quality, hard-to-find talent, service specialists can help you too. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website at servicespecialistltd.com. I'm going to have a mailbag up either late today or really early in the morning. Brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. 
podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com. Get restaurant-quality shrimp shipped straight to your door, and then in less than 10 minutes, it goes from freezer to plate and ready to go. Five different flavors, including the uh, the signature, which is their uh, kind of all-purpose one. It is my favorite. they got the spicy Louisiana shrimp boil, the garlic herb butter, the French Quarter Alfredo, and then the Simply Shrimp. Great for kids, lets you doctor it up yourself, or if you just have a little more of a uh, discerning palate, you can figure it out on your own there with Simply Shrimp. So again, that's Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com, code MPW, gets $20 off your first order. You can get restaurant-quality shrimp, ship straight to your door. Again, that's primeshrimp.com. So Cal, 27-16 was the final in Berkeley that night, okay. 27-16. So what is your take on Dave Dorn? He probably would have been a very good stabilizing coach at a time that the program really needed to get away from all the crap and just get do something completely different and stabilize and just become a football program again because, frankly, they were pretty boring during the Luke years. And it wasn't really Matt's fault. It was just – Well, Matt was a fairly stabilizing presence. He just was connected to Hugh just enough to make it where you didn't have the completely clean break. Right. It wasn't Matt's fault. No, wasn't Matt's fault at all. We've covered this. But ground. it was a stabilizing thing. But if Dave Doran is hired in 17, Lane Kiffin's not hired in 20. No, he's not. Because Dave would have been given more time than that. Yeah. And he wouldn't have sucked. Right. So he just hangs on. Yeah. They go 7-5 over The, the and Kiffin over part and over of, of what Doran would have done, and this isn't directed at you, is not particularly fair. Because that's, that's okay, now we're operating with the complete knowledge of hindsight. Because look, they don't fire they don't fire Matt if the whole Elijah Moore thing doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, let's be clear there. There's no there's no penalty on that, and he makes an extra point, and Ole Miss loses in overtime. They're not firing Matt Luke. They're not. It was how they lost as much as losing. Absolutely, how they lost. Yeah. They sent them out on the road Sunday to go recruit and then fired them later in the day. Yeah. Something happened. We can debate till we're blue in the face and people can get mad at you for saying something happened. But if something didn't happen to lead to that decision, that was really well, no, it was it a really crappy way to treat people. No, I mean, I, we were talking to people all weekend and it went from 80%, everything's good, don't worry about it, just kind of chill with your weekend, everything's cool. To on Sunday morning, hey, I don't know, something's kind of being weird here, 50-50, till 6 o'clock on Sunday night going, hey, red button being hit right now. Get out of it. Because I was, I was at dinner. I know. Get, get out of there. Because like, you were like, hey, I think, and I said I've already tweeted it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, something happened. Yeah, well, I mean, I, 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 there was – there was a 0% doubt in my mind that I was wrong. Otherwise, I would never have tweeted that. Because you can't tweet the coach has been fired when the coach has not been fired. That would be a problem. You don't survive that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's just shy of the, hey, dude died, and he didn't. Because you'll get that occasionally, too, from some media people. who go, hey, so-and-so, dead at 64. It's like, actually not. And that's why okay, don't do that. Uh, no, Dave Doran would have gone 7-5. and five. Going to some Music City Bowls. Been fine. Yeah. <coughs> he never would have gone 10-2. and two. Never would have gone 3-9. and nine. Nose to the grindstone. Lunch pail. Hard worker. Boring as hell. Yeah, he was a grinder. That's the word that kept getting used. He's a grinder. 
And I've talked to people at NC State who cover him, and he's fine, but he's very milk toast, vanilla. Not fun. No, he's a football coach. He's a grinder. And he hasn't gotten out of there. No, he's making a lot of money. Yeah. He's done a good job. They're they're one of the steady programs in the ACC. How the hell do we end up here today? I, I, you freeze. Okay. And it yeah. just went. I mean, Dave Doran took over in 13. Three and nine, eight and five, seven and six, seven and six, nine and four, nine and four, four and eight, eight and four, nine and three. Mm-hmm. Good coach. No, he's a good coach. It would have been a good hire. He's 34 and 40 all time in the ACC. I mean, at that point, hiring on probation a sitting head coach who was winning that year, what was their record in 16 or 17? Who? NC State. Nine and four. Yeah, Six were, and two in the ACC. You were hiring a, a winning coach in the ACC side unseen. He was coming. That was the day Ross should have stepped down. Do what now? Ross should have stepped down that weekend. Ooh. Really? Absolutely. When you've spent a year doing the interim thing and you've 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 targeted your guy and you've got it done and people come in You're behind. saying once he didn't have power to actually make that call. Yeah, once Vitter, who was horrible. Yeah, sure. Jeffrey Vitter is a horrible chancellor. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah. One of the most spineless, pliable people you'll ever meet. Devoid of any... Got way too involved no in football and basketball. No substance at all. Yeah. Um. Once once that happened, you, you, you I would have turned in my notice. I'm out and just figured it out. When yeah, I would be fine. He's the he's the he's the AD at Texas A&M for God's sake. He would have gotten another job. He was well thought of in the business. Because this is on the heels of the whole Andy thing. Yeah. When Vitter overstepped again. Yeah, which was not the way that Ross wanted to handle that. When Vitter pulled out that damn PowerPoint mm-hmm. from three years ago that wasn't even from that period of time and made some decisions. And Andy called his bluff. Yeah. And was checked out. I mean, it, it was bad. It was really, really bad. He was... He was yeah, I don't know that anybody – it's not even really a hot take because nobody really believes Vitter – no one believes Vitter was good. So it's just – I mean, we're yeah. – we're, there's not defenders that go, let me tell you everything Jeffrey did well. <laughs> no. His picture of playing with the balls <laughs> is still <laughs> – Yeah. I would get that text, that photo from people all the time. I mean, like, even Mike would hurl some shots in his direction, and that's not Mike's thing at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hardman says he hates his signatures on his diploma. I understand. <laughs> all right. Um, you want to yeah. move on to some other things? Yeah, sure. So, sounds like from just reading things yesterday that. There was a couple of anonymous quotes from SEC people. SEC is in no rush at all to do anything past 16 at this point. Notre Dame wants to see what happens as an independent. 
the last couple years of this deal. And then there's also a little feeling out there among college people that the presidents and ADs are worried that the whole super conference idea destroys the sport and that they don't need to destroy the sport, obviously. And so maybe it's time to slow the roll a little. The the remaining Pac-10 schools are going to stay together, at least for now. They're not going to jump with the Big 12. The ACC, at least for now, is hanging on. Sounds like we're going to hit the pause button. And again, I don't think we're hitting the stop button, but I think we're hitting the pause button for a while and slowing it down because, and I told you this, what gets lost in these people, whenever I saw people go, it's going to be 24 teams, I'm like, okay, you're making it up. You have no source. Because it's not going to be 24 teams. Because for it to be 24 teams in the SEC, ESPN has to agree to write eight more $120 million checks. Do the math on that. That's about a billion dollars a year. What are they getting out of that? If if you go say, hey, I'm going to invest a billion dollars a year into something, you are 100% confident that you're getting it in return. Sure. They're not. They're, they're not adding Florida State, Clemson, all these. They, they already have that. There are only a handful of programs in the country that move the dial. And right now, the only one that everybody knows would move the dial for them to some degree is Notre Dame. And Notre Dame is like, hey, we're not ruling anything out, but we're not ready to do this yet. We don't have to. No, they're fine. And so I think as long as Notre Dame stays where Notre Dame is, and as you said last week astutely, the SEC is perfectly happy with Notre Dame being an independent for perpetuity. Because they would be Big Ten if they weren't. Right. I think this slows down. Now, what doesn't go away, what doesn't go away, and, and the, the smart writers are pointing this out, and the ones that don't get it aren't. You can really watch realignment stories and find out who is sourced and who isn't, and also who is intelligent and who isn't. What isn't going away is the quandary at the ACC level, at the top of that league, which is, yeah, I get it. But the SEC schools, Mississippi State's getting $114 million and we're getting three. 27 a year that doesn't work over time that's the problem with the pause button in general is that these conferences are about to be shredded in tv rights deals yeah so what is the i get it but I, when I said and I pause, understand the pause, when but, I said the pause button, yeah. Chase, what I meant was there were a lot of people that were like, "Hey, SEC Media Days is going to be crazy. No, 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 Greg no. Greg Sankey's going to no, I'm like no, it doesn't work like that. And and and, and the SEC's not jumping up and down to add Florida State, and ESPN doesn't want Florida State. So a sixteenth or seventeenth team is added to the SEC in what year, in your opinion? If you had to. If you had to get it one way or the other by a year. Tell me what Notre Dame does. When their NBC deal expires, do they renew some big NBC deal or do they go to the Big Ten? Because I literally think they hold the cards. So you think that North Carolina, Washington, all those type of schools are just screwed and just going to get less money for however long it goes? Well, tell me what Notre Dame does. I mean, we'll play this out. I guess what I mean. If Notre Dame, if Notre Dame decides they're just going to be independent. I think the SEC sticks at 16 and just counts their money. 
at least tries for a while. And the SEC. So the other schools are just screwed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that's my only – I don't really understand it because, in my opinion, if you're those schools that are just getting screwed, why would you not try to combine with the Big 12 and get more money somehow? Because to do it, they've got to pay these exit fees to yeah. get out of, of that ridiculous contract that they signed through 2035. Yeah. And the Big 12 schools have nowhere to go. And the Pac-10 schools look at it and go, "What's? why are we jumping to the Big 12? Is that any better than what we have now? Well, sure. Because they still have a Pac-10. And if, if you're the Pac-10, maybe you even think, hey, we could raid Kansas and, well, that's true. and, and somebody and go back to 12, and it's not USC, UCLA, but whatever. I mean, the idiocy in it, and, and we talked about this last week, is that a lot of this could have been avoided just by agreeing to a 12-team playoff. A lot of this never – I'm not sure USC, UCLA aren't in the Pac-12 today if there's a 12-team playoff. UCLA, though, was losing money. Like, yeah. there was, there's a financial – and so that that's coming, too, is some of these ACC schools, probably not the big ones, but some of them look around and go, man, is there any way for us to make more money? And to renegotiate that contract, you've got to kind of – you run the risk legally, I'm told. I'm not an attorney. But when you launch into renegotiations, it creates a window for people to leave. Oh. Uh, answering the question in the stream, I fully expect a 3-6 model. I know you're kind of joking, Grind, but 3-6 is going to pass. It will be 3-6. They are going to give some cover for coaches who want 1-7 for their ADs to vote that direction, but it is going to be a 3-6. Yes. Coaches are still very concerned with the extra win looking a certain way on their resume. Yes. We have not flipped that mental switch yet to just try to get into the playoff and who really gives a crap if you go seven and five or eight and four or nine and three or whatever it is. Correct. It's a really big deal to some coaches. <laughs> yes. It is a big deal to some coaches. It is. Yeah. And their ADs are playing along for now. But when the hands go up... It will be a unanimous vote to go 6-3. Oh, you think so? No, oh, yeah. See, I don't think so. I think they're still going to let these coaches like get their job. Hey, I voted for 1-7. We got outruled. Yeah. Sorry. I'm I'm predicting 3-6. Oh, yeah, sure. The case for 1-7 is just more wins. I mean, that's it. Because you get the extra non-con. It's a very weak case. But that is the case. That is the case. But, yeah, it doesn't make it less weak. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of pitiful. The case for 3-6 is so much more compelling than the case for 1-7. Because you also need better games to sell more season tickets. Yeah, you want to get the extra game against Florida, or you want to go play Tulsa? Think ESPN wants the extra SEC game, or do you think they want Central Arkansas at Ole Miss? Prairie View at Arkansas. Mercer at Alabama. Pick your dog game. I do think that's a point, though, that I'm not – I'm not I, – I still think it goes there, but I'm not as certain that they will keep the Power 5 extra game in a 3-6 model and tell them to play 10. Yeah, I'd like play. to be a fly on the wall when ESPN and the SEC have that conversation. And that's a – When ESPN goes, hey, 
This is a lot. You're going to have some ADs because, I mean, it, it's in here. Grind said that Kentucky said they want they don't want to play Louisville if the SEC goes 3-6. Okay. But I won't be surprised if they go, you got to play somebody. So you either just play Louisville every year or you can go find a team. I'm going to play, play Indiana. Whatever you want to do. But I won't be surprised if there's something in there. I mean, if I'm ESPN, I'm putting my foot down. I don't want these dog games. I don't. I don't want them. I want, I want good games. I want attractive games. I don't want. I don't want the weekend in November where no one plays anyone. I don't want that. And I'm paying a lot of money, and that money buys me some influence. Some non-conference games. One Power Five non-con. A regional opponent and an FCS team. Okay. Or however you want to do it. I mean, I think if you're going to keep the FCS game or whatever, that's the only way that ESPN's agreeing to it. That's just my opinion. I could be dead wrong. People show up for the better opponent. Always. Of course. That's what matters. Of, of In every sport. Of course. You're trying to sell tickets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. People coming you up. You also have all these teams in games already scheduled, which does matter. Matter. 
It does. My deal is those after watching what happened in 2020 where they threw a schedule together, I'm like, hey, we could do it. No, I mean all the non-cons that are right. on the radar for until 2037. They all have buyouts in them. Sure. And they're kind of like trading cards. They get moved around. Yeah, and- sure. Nobody's really upset if Ole Miss tries to move the Oregon State game that's set for 2034. No one would even remember in 2034. I mean, why are you scheduling games 12 years out? I mean, how did that happen? I, I guess people got on the phone and they booked some dates. But I mean, somebody had to like kick that can to yeah, start. Someone, yeah. Yeah. Podcast revenue part by Northeast Spark, NESPARC, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESPARC.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, portal controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender for anyone who needs that extra step, and more so get the best internet in Lafayette County. Again, that's 662-238-3159. Brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, candlelit patio, and more. All of that 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. John Edwards of Regency Travel uh, in Memphis is the guy to go to if you're thinking about a trip. You want to make one special that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Uh, give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you options that you're not going to find on your own, and you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Also brought to you by Pinnacle. Don't forget, I've got a uh, Mind on My Money podcast up on our feed. It's with uh, Dr. Josh Hendrickson. Teaches economics at Ole Miss. Absolutely fantastic uh, interview. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. I've seen some people in the thread talking about their uh, national championship cups and gear and such. You can still get that at the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. (laughs) And we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products, same great services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, Call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. It's a uh, Tuesday, so it's Tasting Tuesday, 11 to 3, all through June, July, and August. Celebrate summer. They have one house cheese, one house condiment available to sample each and every Tuesday. You come back week after week to try new options. That's on White Oak Lane, just off Molly Bar in Oxford. Go to their Instagram page at Johnson Hill Creamery to see all their new creations. They make all their cheeses locally and in-house every single day. Charcuterie, a lunch menu that is fantastic that you can get through fetch delivery, and more. So that's 662-419-9201. You're making me nervous as I watch your health deteriorate over the course of the hour. I'm, I'm hanging in. We're, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> well, I brought water and coffee. I'm trying to... I, I knew I was going to have a little bit of a tough time talking, so I'm, I'm, we're, we're, we're getting there. It's going to be all right. But yeah, I'm starting to kind of probably hitting a wall a little bit. 
been going pretty hard for a while. Yeah, and I've... Your post-Omaha has been busier than your yeah. Omaha. Yeah, so I'm a little... I'm Yeah, I'm a little run down. I didn't sleep very well. I I don't really get sick much either. So I think when I start, I almost don't handle it well because I'm not used to it. Like, I don't... It's not really a thing. I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't have to. My immune system's pretty good, but I'm all right. We're we're hanging in. Um, the the water is helping more than the coffee. The coffee is actually, I think, hurting me. The water is is helping my voice get through the uh, to get through the hour. But yeah, it's uh, it's okay. What were we talking about before we went to break? Uh, realignment and stuff. Oh, just stuff. Okay, fine. Whatever. So this LIV Greg Norman Tiger Woods thing, yep. not to make you go on a dissertation right now with your throat feeling the way that it does, but Tiger kind of took Greg Norman to task. They disinvited Greg Norman to the, the Open. He won the Open Championship twice. He would be in line to obviously be there because of that, and he was told not to come. I did think their press release on that, Greg Norman's obviously the front man for live mm-hmm. the LIV tour. Um, I thought the wording was interesting in that first press release from the standpoint of they said that they thought what they were saying and not saying at the same time was all the media hubbub was going to take away from the event. So they wanted to just pause for this year. I don't know that it's a lifetime ban. I don't know that it even moving forward next year when it's at Carnoustie or turn, wherever it, it moves, it moves next year. But this has been an open that they have been waiting on for a long time to get that 150th St. Andrews steeped in history deal. And they were very cognizant to not have something run over that from a media standpoint of all that stuff. So they thought that Norman would be a distraction given that. Tiger and Rory, Tiger today and Rory throughout, Spieth as well, have kind of been the PGA Tour ambassadors to take on live to almost kind of play moral high ground a little bit um, through this. Tiger says that, that basically the things that Norman did were not in the best interest for the game. Where the Liv has an interesting deal is that they don't, and this is this is in the weeds a little bit, but it's it's what I find interesting. That tour is not sanctioned. And Tiger and Rory wouldn't even call it a tour in their press conference. They kept calling it an organization, I noticed. They both used that word, organization, instead of tour. It's not sanctioned, which means they don't get World Golf ranking points. So if you only play there and you don't get World Golf ranking points, so the way the World Golf ranking works is it's a two-year scale, essentially, and the longer a tournament has been over, the less weight it gets in your overall score. So point being, if nothing changed there, most of these players, unless they had some wins in their history to keep them in, they would not be eligible for majors from a qualification standpoint because they would lose their standing as top 50 or 60 in the world or whatever. But then you've got yesterday, the Department of Justice is coming out and saying they're looking into the PGA Tour for potentially some antitrust laws as far as a competitive nature standpoint. It's it's the first time where I'm not 100% sure what I think is going to happen. I, I, you've I, always thought LIV would just go away. Eventually. I mean, I know I know that they're backed with more money than would ever be a problem, but at the same time... You thought it was a USFL sort of thing. I thought they would basically kill themselves. Yeah, I thought they would do something managerial to ruin it. And 
I still think that's probably the eventual case, but I think we're we're here for a while. I think we're I, I think we're in a deal where they're gonna push for some type of some type of accreditation to get some points. I think there, there there's at least going to be a push, maybe not in a positive direction for Liv, but I think they're gonna have some arguments to at least be in the in the picture a little bit. Um They're so backed financially that they can hang on and do this yeah. for long enough to make the PGA Tour have a legitimate problem and at least make the tour improve itself, if nothing else. I think that's a guarantee at this point because, look, they're pointing out some pretty clear things, which are that it's probably too hard for the young PGA Tour golfers to make the tour and to make living wages early on unless you're just really, really elite. And when Liv goes, hey, we'll just take that amateur and we'll pay you $6 million, it's hard to say no. How, how do you say no? You can't. Because the best case scenario is going through the corn ferry and then here and then here and here and here and here. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a, it's a task. It's Yeah, it's a, with, with no guarantees that even if you play really, really well, that it's going to work out. Meanwhile, someone else offers you life-changing money? I mean... People who act like you're being a traitor to the game when you take that money. I mean, you've got you got other responsibilities too. I mean, there's people in your life that. I mean, these are young people. A lot of times with young families and stuff like that. I mean, someone offers you seven figures. It's hard to say no to that. It's like Brian talked to to Mark Harris on his podcast the other day, and he had a point where he said, you know, the whole. Saudi blood money thing. Not saying that the Saudis are good people or right or anything else, but that's not what's interesting about this. It's the business element that is interesting about this. Right. That right, wrong, and different, however they got it, they have the money and they're offering it to players to give them lifetime setups mm-hmm. that the PGA Tour has no ability to offer whatsoever. Right. You know, they've already changed their schedule around a little bit and they've done some stuff. But we're getting into a cold war. I mean, the PGA Tour is not about to go, oh, yeah, fine, just play both tours, have at it. And if Lil finds a way to get World Golf ranking points, it will be here for a while. I mean, look, we've watched people make college decisions based on NIL. Sure. It's a similar deal. It's very similar. How do you justify, hey, I can go to school A, which is the one that I really like. Yeah. And I'm going to get like, I don't know, two, three $300,000. Or I can go to school B, which is fine. It's not school A, but it's fine. And they're going to pay me $4 million. Or they're telling me they're going to pay me $4 million. It's, that's that's I get it. When the kid goes, I'm taking, I'm taking school B. I understand. And Mark has a good point in the thing. He says there are only 48 spots in an event. So how many kids are getting one of those for life-changing money? Sure, that's right. But other than like Dustin or Reed or some of those guys who have pedigree about them, if I'm the, if I'm Liv, that's who I target. I start trying to target those top amateurs mm-hmm. versus the 
48-year-old pro who's just waiting on the senior tour. I'm, I'm cutting those guys out of live. I'm getting the young, potential young after those stars. Yeah, 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 and trying to get a couple of those where you do make an impact. I mean, you know, had Liv gotten Will Zalatoris or, you know, some guys like that, you know, Davis Riley or some of those guys out of, out of college or wherever prior to the PGA Tour, I, the other thing too, though, and it's a good point. I'm reading kind of. I'm kind of all over the place with my thought on this. Is that it's a 54 hole event, and those are not technically allowed for points and different things. So you almost wonder if Liv has to also change their structure in some ways too. Well, yeah, because they could just add one more day, make it 72, and all of a sudden it's it qualifies, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they allow if, it, yeah. I mean, they still have to get the yes. But yes. It's interesting as someone who's not a golf person and doesn't really keep up with it. I've, I catch myself reading some of this stuff when it pops up. Like, hmm, it's an easy thing to just defend the PGA Tour. It's really easy to just the to just go, yeah, you guys are the whatever. But when you really look at it, they got some issues. Sure. So if nothing else, this is making them clean that up for sure. Um, right, we're gonna get to our game in a minute. Don't touch one other thing. Yep. Um, the athletic. I hate to steer people away from our family of podcasts, but The Athletic has put out a podcast about Andrew Luck. And I was telling you before we got started, I've had a couple of times in my career where I was working on really big stories, and I thought by the end that I was going to talk to everyone except for the people involved in the story. The two that come to mind for me are Brett Favre and Jamarcus Russell. I thought in both, ironically, NFL quarterbacks, I thought in both cases, neither guy was going to talk to me. Sure. And by the end, I was kind of excited about it, like writing a story without the person where you talk to everyone else. And that's what's happened with The Athletic. Andrew Luck did sit down with the reporter, but it was all off the record. And so the entire podcast which i think is six parts it is six parts is all about what ultimately led to him walking away from the game before he turned 30 in the eyes of all the people around it but none of them are named andrew luck and it's pretty i've i've listened to episode one and i've started episode two it's pretty good it's interesting. That's such a fascinating story because I don't think people remember as much because we live in this super fast news cycle, but Andrew Luck was considered the next sure thing. So much so that the Colts walked away from Peyton Manning. He's only 32 still. What's interesting about it, and you have to answer this for me, what about the podcast that is fascinating as far as it seems like he just decided it wasn't worth it? So what what is compelling? It's Well, it's going back and looking at, I think, and they haven't gotten there yet, but the decisions that the Colts ultimately made during his time didn't protect him. And so many of the people inside the organization, including his teammates, begged Andrew Luck to kind of be an asshole to go to the front office, to get public with, you're not doing what I need. You're not giving me what I need. And that's not who he is. He was not wired that way. And so ultimately, had he been more of a prima donna, he, he 
probably would have had a different career. It's it's anyways, I, I was thinking about it when I was listening to some people talk about the podcast yesterday. If in the latter years of Eli Manning's career, if he'd been more vocal about, hey, help me out. He probably would have had more success or he would have alienated himself from the Giants ultimately and ended up finishing his career someplace else. You know, I mean, I think Matthew Stafford always thought he would spend his whole career in Detroit. And he finally got to a place where he's like, I'm not going to win here. And he got vocal. Well, Andrew Luck didn't get vocal. It's not who he is. It's not the way he's wired. And by the time that he got to that place where his body just gave in, he walked away. And he's never come out and said, hey, well, you know, what happened was the Colts didn't give me what I needed. They didn't protect me. Offensive line was bad. Didn't have – didn't have the the type of receivers I needed for what we were going to do. And Luck's never done that, and it doesn't appear that he ever will. He showed up, what, at Super Bowl? or He showed up at the National Championship game That's in, in Indianapolis. Yeah, and everybody's okay, like, oh, right. look how much weight he's lost and all that stuff. But he just looks like a normal guy. That's what he is. He's, well, that he's, always happens anyway. Those guys super, get out of it. and they He's a super smart guy. He doesn't want the limelight. He doesn't need the limelight. He's cool. You see, yeah, the – he seems well adjusted. It's funny everybody else is like freaking out when he seems to be normal. Yeah, episode one of the thing was they were said, "Hey, they sat down for an hour and a half at that coffee shop, and he was at peace." How long did he meet with him? Like an hour and a half. Really? Yeah, all off the record. He says I, he asked that it stay off the record, and it will. But it allowed them to at least get up. I think it probably allowed him to go, hey, look, this is what people are saying. Before I publish this, is this pretty accurate? And he must have gotten verification that it was. Hmm. So you want to play a game. We'll do that in a uh, in a second. Before we do that, the uh, podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy. 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. And they offer MedScene. Free prescriptions the same day each month. And take care of you. One trip at the pharmacy, one delivery. Do you have everything you need when you need it with G and M? Also through Tyson Drugs and Holly Springs or G and M with the uh, the med packs. You get your uh, morning pack. Everything is already um, put in there. You just take it. You're ready for the afternoon as you need it, individually packaged and ready for you. Maybe you need help with the parents, but it can be a life saving measure in some instances. So again, that is in Oxford and Holly Springs. Six six two two three six two 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 two. Uh, we're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for uh, three quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, you name it. They've got it. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC, is a complete electrical control system solution provider based in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's also a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. Uh, they can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with them, go to acsllcms.com. My 10 Weekend Thoughts each weekend are brought to you by Game Changer Patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. 
Brought to you by Dead Soxy. Uh, go to deadsoxy.com, enter the promo code Rebel Grove, get 25% off your entire order. Enjoy the best socks you'll ever put on your feet, ever. Deadsoxy.com. Brought to you by Holcomb Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Holcomb, Mississippi. At Holcomb Portable Buildings, they custom build your building to your specifications. However you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings, Holcomb can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, and the doors, and Holcomb makes it happen. In-house financing available. Free delivery set up within 75 miles of Holcomb as well. 662-226-2233 or go to HolcombBuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Holcomb Portable Buildings. Solutions RX is a probiotic, multivitamin, and supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade manufactured here inside the U.S. under the highest standards. If you take diabetes, high blood pressure, or cholesterol medications, they typically cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss. Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support to put those vitamins back into your body to help you with those side effects, helping you stay more compliant in taking your medications and helping you stay healthier over a long term. It's solutionsrx.com, solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP at checkout and get 10% off of your first order. And don't forget, we're brought to you by myperfectfranchise.net. If you're looking to diversify, you're looking to leave the corporate rat race, gain control of your income and schedule, MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy Ludecki guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He has tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. Do you hate your job, your boss, your pay? Do you feel stuck? Andy can help. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. How do you want to do this? All right, so the Major League Baseball All-Star Game is next week. It is. And um, I thought it would be interesting because I started hearing some names, and I was like, I don't even know who the hell that is. And I was curious, you, you're a baseball guy. You're a seam head. You love baseball. And I don't know how many of the guys from the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, you can tell me who they play for. Oh, I think it's bad because I, I was I was asked this I guess he was in Omaha. I guess I was talking to Ben and he's watches the Braves every day and he said, How many baseball games have you watched? And I said, I have not this is true. And it's I have not been a follower of the Braves since the year of the infield fly against the Cardinals. So eleven, I think is what year that was. Yeah. Maybe twelve. One Somewhere the in there. Yeah. Um a lot of it is because I'm so inundated with the college game that by the time I'm done, I'm kind of over it. I kind of want to break from baseball in general, and then it's midway through, and I don't pick it up, and, and then, then football, football starts. starts and mm-hmm. it, so I, no, I don't. I can't tell you much of anything about the Major League Baseball game. But period. if I've gone to 16 year old Chase, Powell, oh, I know everybody. I could do batting stances. So here we go. For the entire time, I'm going to name the player. And you tell me what position he plays Ooh. and or what team he plays for. These are all-star starters. Okay. We'll start with an easy one. Shohei Otani. He's the Angels two-way guy. Okay. Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, he's a New York Yankee. Okay. Aaron Judge. He's a New York Yankee. Alejandro Kirk. He's a Toronto Blue Jay. Oh, that's very good. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero. 
He's a Toronto Blue Jay. Jose Altuve. He's a Houston Astro. That's true. Tim Anderson. The Chicago White Sox. Mike Trout. Yeah, Angel. Rafael Devers. Boston. That's correct. So you got the entire American League okay. team correct. All right, here we go. Into the National League. Okay, it's starters, though. Like These are okay. starters, yeah. Yeah. Wilson Contreras. Ice Cub. That's correct. Right, correct. Paul Goldschmidt. It's a Cardinal. Jazz Chilholm Jr. No idea. Plays for the Miami Marlins. Okay, yeah. Second baseman, first, no first time. Manny Machado. Uh, it's Padre. Trey Turner. Uh, he's a Dodger. Ronald Acuna Jr. Mookie Betts. It's a Red Sox. Jock Peterson. Who's he with now? Uh, Giants, but I only know that because of the fantasy baseball thing. Okay. I would have known that without the big hubbub. Bryce Harper would have been the starter. He's out with the broken thumb. Uh, Wilson Contreras' younger brother, William Contreras, will start at DH for the National League. Yeah, he plays for the... William Contreras plays for the the Braves. The Braves, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, okay. All right, so now we'll get into the uh, we'll get into the reserves. Yeah, now we're that, 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 the starters were kind of a free space, and then we'll go from here because I don't, I bet I can't get many of these at all. Paul Blackburn, I've literally never heard of Paul Blackburn. Okay, he plays for Oakland. Okay, Emmanuel Claus. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> I don't plays know. for the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> okay, Garrett Cole. Uh, he's a Yankee. All right, I know this one because I've been keeping up with him this year, but I'm curious whether you'll get this. Nestor Cortez. No, no idea. Okay, he's with the Yankees. He's electric. Okay. Uh, Clay Holmes. He's a Yankee. Yeah, electric also. Yeah, he's Holmes. a Yankee. I knew that. Yeah. Jorge Lopez. No idea. Place for the Orioles. Did you know that if the Orioles beat the Cubs tonight in Chicago, they will be 500? It was what I was actually going to talk about yesterday was that you had – it was like the Mariners who had won a bunch maybe and then the Orioles to where everybody's in it enough because they take so many playoff teams that you don't think you probably buy and take a shot at it, but maybe. What a job by the Orioles, though, to be 500. Yeah. I mean, that tells you something about the organization. Well, they've won like 10 in a row, right? Uh, I'm not sure. They were eight in a row two days ago. Okay, then, then yes. Yeah. Um, Alec Manoa. Oh, I actually know him. Um, I don't know who he plays for, but I do know him. That's not that's uh, plays for the Blue Jays. Okay, I was going to say Rangers, so I was going to be wrong. Um, I guess I should just start guessing. Shane McClanahan. Um, he's a Devil Ray. A Ray. That's right. He's probably the yeah. the leading candidate for the Cy Young. Yeah, at this he's point. a Ray. Martin Perez. No idea. He plays for the Rangers. Okay. Gregory Soto. No idea. Detroit. Have you even heard of Gregory Soto? No, no okay. clue. Framber Valdez. Uh, he's a he's an Astro. That's correct. Yeah. And then uh, Justin Verlander, he's an Astro. who just continues to live the dream. He really he's <sighs> he's an All Star. Justin Verlander is an All Star. Thirty nine years old. He has really is eleven wins, a two point ERA, coming off Tommy John surgery, and he is um, wow. He sleeps with Kate Upton. He got to go through the line multiple times. He did. He, he got to go through the line multiple times. I mean, God or someone. Hey, Justin, you've been here enough. All right. Uh, Sandy Alcantara. <laughs> 
Uh, are we in the AL or the NL? We're in the NL. I knew this one because he destroyed the Cubs in the last playoff game. Uh, Padres. Uh, Marlins. Okay. David Bednar. It's a pirate, right? Hey, that's correct. Yeah. Very good. Corbin Burns. Uh, he's a brewer. He is. He's very, very good. Yes. Luis Castillo. Likely to be traded here soon. He's a red. He's a red. Uh, Edwin Diaz. I don't know. He's a Met. Okay. Max, oh, I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max okay. Freed. He's brave. Um, the National League probably leading contender for the Cy Young is Tony Gonsolin, who pitches for the no clue. The Dodgers. Josh Hader. Uh, he's a Brewer. That's correct. Yeah. Ryan Helsley. No idea. It's a Cardinals. First time selection. Okay. Clayton Kershaw, of course. Yes. Sure. Joe Mantiply. Have you ever even heard of Joe Mantiply? I can't tell you that I know a lot about Joe Mantiply. Joe pitches for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And Is he then, good? Uh, let's see if I any numbers on Joe. I don't have numbers on Joe. Okay. Um, and then um, Joe Musgrove. He's a Padre. That is correct. Um, he had the little no-hitter or, like, had one broken up in the ninth, like, earlier this year. He had, like, the one start that I actually watched the end of because he was trying or got a no-hitter. Uh, Corbin Burns, by the way, has a 2-2 ERA. He has a league-leading 134 strikeouts for the Brewers. Uh, Gonzalez has a 1.62 ERA and is tied with Justin 1-6-2. Verlander. 1-6-2. Tied with Verlander for a perfect 11-0 record. I think I'm proving the point here. Baseball, actually, the product is fantastic, and nobody even knows them. Uh, let's see. Uh, American League Reserves. This game's more fun for me than it is for most people. It's fun. Luis Areas. No idea. Minnesota Twins, first-time okay. selection. Xander Bogarts. Uh, he's a Red Sox. He's a Red Sox. There's a lot of buzz that he'll be a Cub next year. Yeah. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, you know that one. Yes, I He's do. a special selection from Detroit. Andres Jimenez. No idea. Cleveland. Okay. Sure. Jose Ramirez. Oh, um, and shit, I know him, but I don't know who he plays. Cleveland. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, I knew that. Okay. Pete Alonzo. Matt. Nolan Arenado. Uh, Cardinal. Yeah, CJ Crone. He's a Rocky. He is. Jeff McNeil. No clue. Mets. Sure. Albert Pujols. Uh, Cardinal again. And Dansby Swanson. Brave. His first time selection. Uh, outfielders, Andrew Benatendi. He's a Royal now. He is a Royal for He's now. He's getting moved, right? I would think so. Because he was in that – they they had the big trade with the Braves yesterday where the Braves sent Drew Waters and a bunch of them to, That's the, correct. to the Royals. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, Byron Buxton finally makes an all-star team. So talented. Twin? He's a twin. Yeah. So talented. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, who's an absolute superstar in, in, in a different world. No idea. He is the young outfielder for the Mariners who is special. Does everything. But. But nobody knows him. Yeah. George Springer. Uh, um, you started uh, to say Astro, but he's I not. I did. Oh, I sure. know. I saw uh, you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is he? Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kyle right. Tucker. I don't know who Kyle Tucker plays for. Kyle Tucker is the uh, tall, skinny outfielder for the Astros. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian Happ. Uh, he's a Cub. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Starling, Starling Marte. Been all over baseball and has found a home in no, I do. New York with the Mets. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle Schwarber. Where's he now? 
with the Phillies. That's right. Yeah, I do that too. Uh, Juan Soto. Yeah, national. And then uh, final one, Jordan Alvarez. No clue. He's a monster season. He's 25-year-old Cuban, batting 306, 26 home runs, 60 RBIs, leads the major with majors with a 653 slugging percentage, a 1.058 OPS, and a 196 OPS plus. He is with the uh, Houston Astros. Yes, the Braves sent um, three prospects, including their top prospect, for the 35th pick, which was interesting. But yes, that was that trade yesterday. Yeah. So it's just it's there's a lot of great players. And no, no, the product's not bad. The product's the really good. good, and yet nobody it does not resonate for whatever reason in the national No. It's, uh-huh. it's bizarre to me. Remains remains such. It's a long season. You turn ESPN, a lot of players. You turn ESPN on and they're showing NBA Summer League. They're talking about the the open, and we're just marching to to late July when training camps to begin. get to football. And then once football gets here, it's that's it. You're done. You're suffocated. Which does create a lot of the problem they have is that the playoffs are in the middle of the football season. Yeah, that is that's and a huge football. Just I sent you something yesterday, and I, I saw it. I have to yeah. go find it. We can talk about it another day, but it was the top viewed events. Anything, yeah. anything included like the January sixth commission hearings. Sure. And the top was what top ten were all NFL. It was all football. Yeah, it was unbelievable. NFL. Yeah, it's it's why people wonder why Fox and ESPN are willing to invest in the Big Ten and the SEC respectively. It's because that's the one thing that you can get people to congregate and watch mm-hmm. is football. We will uh, we'll have Ryan Brown tomorrow. That is already in the system for YouTube, so you can see that goes up. We'll have it up as a uh, as a podcast. They'll be with me from the road on Thursday, and then we'll figure something out for uh, another show as well. I'll, I'll come up with something there. Um, got some other stuff going on. Um, have been Ingram to you on that new weekly show. The speaking of the Braves, their radio guy, um, and uh, whatever else. McCready and Siski this afternoon, today, yeah, about four o'clock probably. Was that streamed or just podcast? No, we stream and okay. podcast. We okay. try to give the people what the people want, you know? So that will be up on YouTube as uh, as well. So hope all of you have a uh, have a wonderful day. Again, Ryan Brown tomorrow and then back, uh, at least from your standpoint, a normal day on Thursday. So take care. Talk to you then. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.